whenever I try to look and find just, you know, a bio or something on the dude, nothing. And I, what I love is how everybody reports on him is iconic, legendary. Well, that's, that's, I'm like, that's, well, that's the shit that he calls himself. <laughs> so I'm just going to start calling myself tall. Yeah. <laughs> the uber tall DJ Mike Swift. <laughs> the physical giant. Self, the self, self, the self-proclaimed uh, seven-footer. <laughs> How do you self-proclaim? We found numerous posts, <laughs> DJs, calling him a fraud, especially when the Grammy Award-winning DJ Jazzy Jeff accused Grandmaster Jay of trying to pass his music as his own in an ad, posting on Instagram, quote, I don't care if you're the worst DJ in the world. I'll give you credit. Just don't fake it, Jazzy Jeff wrote. I don't know who the f- you are, but you about to get shot. Fast forward another seven years, Johnson reinvents himself yet again, this time as a militia leader, keeping the military gear and the grandmaster name, remnants of the two other chapters in his life. Uh, Jada's out in Will Smith. <laughs> he got that weak D. <laughs> Actually, and Jada, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, replied, "Like, why don't you listen to the whole shit? Me, I've never said me and Will had any problems in the bedroom. That's never been a problem." She says that. Yeah, but she did say that though, right? Marilyn Manson went to uh, the Sunday service with Kanye. Kanye showed up with no eyebrows and or hair. I I just can't even talk about Kanye anymore. <laughs> I just can't. And I actually have an interesting Justin Bieber story. Actually, uh, okay. All right. Well, shit. Let's get let's get to it. Ready? Yep. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally hit Candace Owens and her stanky cray cray. No good thing starts with I was thinking about my ex. He ain't learned his lesson. That's a brother ain't gonna learn shit. I know this is gonna be up out the hell, kid. Let's keep this shit funky. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Let us indeed keep this shit funky. What's happening? Yeah, what's unpopping? I am T Storm. Welcome to the Unpopular Opinion Show, or rather, Unpopping Show, home of unpopular opinions. Again, I'm T Storm, and joined by always my brother, my partner, DJ Mike Swift. What's happening, fam? Nothing, man. Goes to Teddy Riley. Uh, Jacked up everything, so we late starting again. But we're here, and I'm I'm only slightly frustrated. Gotcha. <laughs> Teddy gonna get tired of us calling it the ghost of Teddy. <laughs> like God damn it, you gonna leave my name out? At some, but you know what? You know what? Speaking of which, at some point, I think we do owe Teddy Riley an apology because if you watch okay. verse, if you watch verses now, you see what his vision was. Oh yeah, you see yeah, what yeah, he he, was, he saw it bigger he, than. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there's that. Teddy. We'll put some respect on his name. Put some respect. He was, a, he was, he was an innovator, and he was like, yo, this is bigger than just, you know, this shit on the phone. But he was, you know, he was trying to do all that sound, all that marvelous sound, and was relying on an aux cord to make it happen. And it just was like, nope. So... Teddy, we appreciate you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start putting some respect on your name. Yeah, I mean, real talk, I, I wonder if they would revisit Teddy Riley and Babyface again to do, because, you know, the, the production value that 
that uh, the locks and Dipset and Kane and and KRS One had the stage. I was there for that one. I was in I was in the oh, Barclay for Kane and KRS One, and I witnessed the ultimate disrespect from DJ Scratch. Good lord. <laughs> So, yo, I, I haven't watched it yet. What happened? Okay, so um, KRS One and Big Daddy Kane are, are longtime friends. Um, back in the days, I'm, I'm gonna give a little a little history on this, and then we'll I will move on. But back in the days, while KRS One was beefing with the Juice Crew that that Big Daddy Kane was down with, he stayed out of it because you know he said KRS had actually him and rest in peace to Miss um, Melody. Helped him move out of his mama's house into his crib. They were really friends. They were like tight like that. So he stayed out of the Juice Crew beef, right? So that's that. But they have been cool all this time. Um, fast forward many years later. Um, now they announced this versus battle. Uh, Big Daddy Kane selects DJ Scratch to be his DJ behind the scenes, behind you know behind him, and KRS has Kid Capri. Both titans, you know, uh, legends in their own right. Um, Kid Capri, who is a a party rocker, he gets on that microphone. He's known for like quick mixes to jump from record to record, you know, and and to 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 make a party exciting. He's known for that. He's done radio. He's done parties. You remember him from um, from Def Comedy Jam, all those type of things. DJ Scratch is a assassin. I'm talking like a ninja when it comes to cuts and and tricks and battle like he's he is that dude he is that battle dj no one wants to wants to mess with and he's sharp i seen like i I picked up some 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 i can't do shit he does but he 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 puts on weighted gloves and practices with them to make his touch lighter on 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 vinyl he's that into the shit like you know what i'm saying so he's he's an assassin when it comes to that no fucking what 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 dj scratch so in any case he has this routine that he does um, off of Big Daddy Kane's line when he says Friday the 13th I'm gonna play Jason they do that live on the stage he, and he does his thing he goes down under the turntables comes back up with the Jason mask and then Kane you know continues to rec- like right on point continues the the, the the record from that line on and finish at the end of that song um, KRS looks over to uh, DJ Kid, Kid Capri kind of jokingly and goes hey, uh, hey kid you got something you want to say to that <laughs> right and <laughs> Karis one goes, man, ain't nobody fucking with scratch. <laughs> like, you know, and he goes through it. But that's fine. Then scratch continues to try to bait, you know, uh, kick Capri into some sort of battle. And, you know, initially he's like doing, he's, he's saying little slick things and being in the house, I'm looking, I'm watching Kane's facial expressions. Like, nah, this ain't what we, this ain't what we're supposed to be doing, dude. Like, nah, stop, stop. Right. right? Quit it. And he's trying to get, you know, and then, um, so Kane corrects him and then scratch now addresses KRS one as they're about to take the stage. He's like, yo, KRS, you know, we, you know, we didn't did all the, the, the elements of hip hop, right? We did, uh, we did, uh, uh, break dance and we did the uh, MC battle freestyle and yo, we got to do some DJ shit. What do you think? KRS goes, nah, <laughs> <laughs> Woman, word for word. Nah, this is verse. Hey, yo, KRS. <laughs> Since we doing all this hip hop shit, right? Where you did the MCs, y'all did the freestyle battle. You had the b boy dances. 
So we gotta do the main element. The first element of hip hop is the DJ shit. What you think? Nah. This is called Versus. Yeah. You gotta come with the hits. Fuck that cutting shit. <laughs> I'm here to battle Kane, not you. <laughs> you here to work for Kane, not Capri. <laughs> Let's get in our place. Yo, Capri, throw the real shit off. He's on. scared. Throw that shit off. Fuck that. Y'all running out of records. <laughs> fuck that. All that freestyle. Fuck that. Let's get these okay. hits. <laughs> Let's get these hits. And he goes into uh, Love's Gonna Get You. Kills it. Um, go And so it should have stopped. So uh, he had already gone too far. It should have stopped there. So now, by now, he's corrected by both the DJ, the, the, the MC he's working for, and the opponent. Both on stage, live in front of everybody. And then he goes, you know, uh, 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 Kane lets him do a little routine, right? He puts Kid Capri's name in the routine, like sucker DJs, blah, blah, blah. Warm it up, Scratch. You want me to warm it up? Warm it up. Yo, since Kid Capri had... Just warm it up, just warm it up. Yo, Kid Capri. Okay, that last routine you did was trash. Did you practice that? Or did you just make that shit up before you got to the battle? The scratching was off. Like, the beat you picked don't even make sense with the scratches. Somebody, if nobody gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. You're just garbage. I'm number one. Don't do that. Okay, I'll do this. And now, Big Daddy Kane is running over on with the mic like, nah, stop, quit, no, we're not, don't do that. Oh, don't do that? Okay, and then there's another routine, and you know. It was just <laughs> It was grandstanding. Yeah, yeah. The key, the key phrase to quote KRS one was, let's get in our place. <laughs> in other words, you out of pocket right now. So later, so after this, so after all that, at the end of at the end of it, I watched I, I'm I watch everybody's Instagram. So Kara, um Kid Capri posts up, you know, like, hey, I'm just Basically, I try, I, 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 remain, I try to remain class, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Show some class in here. Um, and DJ Scratch put up uh, some sort of document <laughs> that anybody could have just typed and was like, yo, this is the run of show. It included a dance, ba- dance battle, MC battle, DJ battle, this, da, da, da. And he claimed that KRS-One changed the order and then Kid Capri said he didn't know nothing about the DJ battle and looked like he was being aggressive for no reason, this, that, 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 that. By the way, on that same post, he disabled any comments from it because he didn't want any heat from it. Then again, later, like the next day, he posted up a video saying that, like, Kid Capri, because Kid Capri did a freestyle and he was like, oh, he was taking shots at, at Big Daddy Kane. That's why I had to go at him. He didn't, he really didn't, but he, he just... He made himself look, he looked like an aggressive jerk in front of everybody. You know, he's like, he was being too aggressive. He's, he's good at what he does. There's no denying that, but it was, it was out of pocket. It was, it was out of pocket. And I and if they had announced, uh, we're going to have a DJ battle, it wouldn't have been that type of battle. Kid Capri, that's not his strong point. That's not what he does. He would, he wouldn't have, 
I'd be like, yo, I'm a breakdance battle with uh, up against, you know, the you know the original Breakers, New York Breakers. I can't, I can't even do a handstand anymore. Like, what would I look? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it wasn't, wasn't a good look. And and look, and it's and God, we didn't even set out to talk about this. Um, it that was one of the biggest frustrations that I would run into when I was out in the clubs. Is like I've never been a cut scratch DJ. I got a couple of little things in my mm-hmm. repertoire. But I'm a party guy. Like I blend records, I talk on the mic, you know, I do that thing. Right. But people never really understood the difference between the two. They just hear DJ and they think everybody is, you know, like the invisible scratch pickles or something. Right. Like no. <laughs> like DJ Cuber. It's not that. And and then there's those guys that do all those cut scratch routines can't do par- some of them some of them can't do parties because <laughs> you know the, the 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 famous thing is that you know in fact i did a i, I did a um a rooftop party uh over at grandmaster flash i shout out to my mentor grandmaster flash um and he had to check us like hey no all that cutting stuff man we got you know older women here they don't want to hear that shit <laughs> like, stay up. so that's real yeah and so this is it goes for for in a party. You can't do all that. Uh, you know, it's only but so much you can do. It's it's meant for certain things, for shows, for so it's for battles. It's for, and if you're you know in a in a venue that allows you to showcase that sort of thing, it's for a short period of time. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not no, really, you can't you can't beat juggle the record for three minutes like <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. Dropping bombs on well, shout out to Funk Flex who drops bombs on the radio, but in a club, you don't want to hear that either. So, look and and uh, I again we we we're going long on this, but I, I so there's the the turntableist mm-hmm. right like a scratch. There's the party rocker like Kid Capri, mm-hmm. and then there's the mixtape DJ. I remember when I was in Tallahassee. I'm not gonna say this person's name because I respect them. Uh, but they hired a famous mixtape DJ to come in and play the club. And all of the DJs in the area were there that night kind of hanging out because we wanted to see this guy. This guy was the worst. Mm. I mean, he was the worst. And like the patrons, they knew me. They knew the other DJs. They kept they were coming up to us because we were kind of grouped together. They were coming up to us like, yo, can one of y'all get on? Because this dude is horrible. It was it was bad T. It was so bad after about 30 minutes. I was like, hey y'all, I'm out. I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even watch this happen no more. Yeah. It was it was almost like the DJ didn't have a clue. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Like he had no clue at all how to do what he was doing. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, shout out to uh congratulations to um LL Cool J and Jay Z, who were inducted into the into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, Jay Z on the series of speech on the speech. I've seen some clips. I haven't seen the whole thing as of yet, but he he made a point to mention Dame Dash during his speech and said okay. that you know we I know we don't see eye to eye, but I could never take away your you know your accomplishments, which I thought was some grown man shit to do. Um, it's hours later. He also posted up, hey, and I forgot to to shout out Jazzo, <laughs> who's my hometown hero, and the reason why I'm here, you know what I mean? So, um, he ain't forget. 
and the inspiration of his style in the '90s. That flip, that word flipping style that yeah. he did. Yeah, that was that was all jazz. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I, I saw another, also a clip of Eminem performing with um, L. Cool J. Um, I think it was I'm Bad. He was doing I'm Bad. Was Bad or Rock the Bells? One of those. One of the two. And M and M was doing the verse, and LL was was the hype man. I thought that was the dopest shit I ever seen. Like, yo, that is that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I you know, I looked up to you know to both of those guys, man. But LL Cool J was definitely when I, you know back in, as a teenager, seeing another teenager do his thing like that and and sustain for all these years. I mean, that's. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Like L L kind of is rap. You know what I mean? Oh, it, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. He I, was I, Def I, Jam. I put out another record. I think he's working on some. I, I saw some clips. I follow him again. I, I follow his Instagram. I've seen some fold, photos and stuff of, of him in the studio. There was something fly he was doing. Something fly he was doing around New York City, like right in the middle of COVID. Um, he would post these 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 videos up. With a mask and a hoodie pulled tight over his face, just out in different neighborhoods all over New York City. Like he'd pop up in Bed Stuy, he'd be on the train, he'd be in the Bronx. He was like everywhere, just by himself on his camera, not saying anything, just looking. He had these inspirational quotes saying, "You can do it." I thought that was the fly shit. Yeah, that's dope. That's, just, that's dope. Yeah. Shout out to both of them cats, man. Yeah. They've certainly earned it. Work. Um. <laughs> and and I'm gonna say this, and please let's not go down a rabbit hole on it. Because, but shout to both of them; they deserve it. If I was building my top ten, neither one of them would be in it. What? 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 Really? Top ten, top ten lyricists. Neither one of them would be in it. Okay. Um, that's, top ten record sales, of course. Top ten entertainers, absolutely. Top ten. Top lyricists? ten lyricists, no. Okay, that's we have to save that for another day. If you're watching this, please. Um, feel free in the comment section to uh, uh, cuss out uh, uh, Mike Swift and tell him, tell us who your top ten is. Cause I'm I'm curious to know. We can do this in the comment section. Cause really, I, in fact, I'll drop my top ten in the comment section. My top ten lyricists. Okay. Uh, All right. And, and and then we can we can go from there. Bet. Okay. Moving on. Someone who does not make the top 10 of anybody's list. <laughs> T-Storm's favorite legendary hip-hop hero. Just stop. Uh, uh, Just. DJ. I love it. It's a bad president. Yeah, all of that. Um, so, there is... We, we, have, we have mentioned this gentleman on the show before, previously. Never really got all into it. But we did mention, if we go... If I can remember the... The episode number, I will tell you to go back and look at it. Maybe we'll just put that in the in the in the comments or whatever, so you can kind of go back and look. But there's a there's a gentleman by the name of Grandmaster J. Um, no, no relation to Grandmaster Flash or Jam Master J. Just kind of took their two names and butted them together to make it sound like we we knew who he was. Um, you know, like Lil Nas X. But um, Grandmaster J. Was has been in the headlines of recent for being a militia, a black militia leader. 
um, f- for c- a group called the NFAC, uh, the, the Not Effing Around Committee. Yes, that's the real name. Yes, there were hundreds, if not thousands, of black folks following him. Um, there's been a couple of incidents, um, but he was arrested, uh, last year, I believe it was, um, for pointing a weapon at police officers and he's facing up to 20 years in, in prison. I believe he has both federal and, um, state charges pending. Um, I'm not sure if he's made it, if he was able to get out on bail or not. I'm not sure. He's been kind of quiet on, on the internet. But I've said, I said last year when we're talking about this guy, this is problematic. I don't think he was very suitable. Not to say that a black militia is not needed. I, I don't, I, that could be debated. Um, but, you know, encouraging African Americans to legally own, you know, to arm themselves and, you know, learn how to use your weapons and stuff like that. That's not a bad thing. The issue was the person that was leading this movement was is not a stable person at all. And um, there's some people like I, I posted this video on on Instagram, you know, saying that, you know, he's it's NFAC. He's finding out who else ain't fucking around um, the FBI, uh, the you know, the, the feds, basically. Um, in any case. And I got some comments like, oh, no, he was set up. Oh, no, he, they, they had to get him. They had to quiet him. They had to shut him up. He's not that important. It's, so, uh, I, I, so we're going to get into it, right? Like, obviously, that's that's what we do. Um, but I, I've, I have to. I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think gun ownership is a good idea. I think uh, gun education is an even better idea. Mm-hmm. I think public displays of the ability to defend and protect your community is a good idea when it's necessary. The idea of having people marching around uh, as a paramilitary unit in black with multiple magazines and rifles and, and, and all of this, I don't think that's necessarily a good idea, right? Um, I, I get why people show up to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with, you know, coming together, power to the people and, and, you know, let's, uh, rally together behind these incidents of, of police brutality against African-American people, but it's a better way to do it than what was being done. What was being done in my opinion was reckless and, uh, the federal government and the state government agrees because they filed charges against this gentleman for pointing his weapon at a federal officer. And I found the photo and I'm going to put it up here. I got to enlarge it just a little bit so you can see it, but I'm going to put it up so you can see it here. Um, it was a federal agent on the, on a rooftop. Uh, they were rallying outside. Was it a courthouse of some sort or something? They were they were standing around, you know. Um, I don't. At least more than a dozen people, you know, armed. Okay. Yes. And I and I get the hypocrisy of the white boys do it. And then okay, yes. And they may not get that much type that same type of pushback. I get it, but that's where we are in this country. That's what happens. Expect it, right? Um. So. 
you have to be even that much more on your P's and Q's when you're, you know, if you're, if I'm armed, I'm I gotta make sure that every all my ducks are in a row. If I'm traveling through <laughs> through the country from state to state, I look up each law in each state to know, okay, uh this I gotta unload it and put it in the trunk and lock it up. Okay. Now I'm good. I can pull over. I can put you know all the different things you gotta it's a lot of steps you gotta go through to know each each uh the laws in each state that you're gonna be in if you're if you're carrying legally. If you're breaking the law, then it don't matter. But you know what I'm saying? The, all the folks standing outside a court building or whatever it was, that was uh, it's not like they was having a picnic. Right. And and look, I, I to your point, if if you want to be effective, you gotta be buttoned up, right? Like that's just the, the long and the short of it. Yeah. Um but this this gentleman, there was a federal officer on the top of the building. If you haven't heard the story, we'll give you the background real quick and catch you up. Federal officer on a building on a rooftop, Grandmaster Jay with his rifle, flashlight on, attached to his rifle, flashlight on, points the gun up at the federal officer on the rooftop. Now, Grandmaster Jay's thing, and I, I can't remember where I read this or saw this, but he said, I have my flashlight on the end of my gun. I was using my flashlight to see. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty stupid to me, but yes. All right. Federal government did not take it that way. They took it as him pointing a firearm at a federal officer because he did point a firearm at a federal officer. And um he has been indicted on a few charges and I'm trying yeah. to find the charges. Um So, just to I, there's so much to unpack. You know where we know the name Grandmaster J from in the first place. Like we, many people just starting to hear about him from the NFAC. But I've heard of him years prior when he was trying to pass off this product called Beams as some sort of DJ equipment, and had basically uh, stolen Jam, not Jamaster J, um, J, DJ Jazzy Jeff's routine was was armed. It's a funny video for you to look at, but in any case, I'm, I'm I want to play some audio from Wave Three News out of Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, because they're the first news organization I've seen that actually did a thorough background on Mr. Grandmaster Jay. So, check it out. Grandmaster is expected here at the courthouse for those state charges tomorrow, and then he'll face a federal judge on May. Monday. But who is Grandmaster? Here's what we found. Do you know me? <laughs> well, if you don't, you're about to. From DJ to YouTube blogger, and later, the leader of the self-proclaimed militia group, the NFAC. The many faces of the grandiose Grandmaster J. We are, we are going, to going to burn this mother down. Leading armed Real protests down. in cities across America, including Louisville. So no, I don't expect to come anywhere to get arrested for anything because I don't break the law. The FBI disagreed. Arresting Grandmaster Jay or John mm, Fitzgerald right Johnson As he's for pointing this. The weapon. Cameras catching him pointing an AR rifle at agents and police on a rooftop downtown. This exclusive video of the moments directly after. He'll now face a federal and state judge on felonies in the upcoming days. Now you got to go into the toolbox and take out something a lot stronger. 
The FBI, though, is still investigating his for something weird. we found buried in his military records, too. Discharged from the Army not once, but twice, Johnson had somehow managed to re-enlist despite the first other-than-honorable discharge. We got his records straight from the Army, along with his numerous military arrests. The first... In March 1995, accused of punching a woman in the face with a closed fist mm. before pulling out a shotgun from his trunk and threatening to kill the security guards who'd kicked him out of a club. In we, May 1999, right another arrest. Yeah. All right. So I will preface this, preface this by saying I am not, you know, Mr. Fi- I'm, I'm no Colin Noir, right? Like I'm not Mr. Firearms. However... I think we can all agree that a guy who would punch a chick in the face and then whip a shotgun out of his trunk because he was pissed off at the club probably shouldn't be the poster child of black militia. No. Just putting that out there. I think we can agree to that. Yes, I think so. I think so. Um, and it goes on. It, it the Like I said, so he was, in ar- he was in in armed services. I'm not sure which branch, the army and something else. Um, <laughs> got kicked out twice. Not sure how that's possible. Um, both less than honorable discharge. Um, then comes out and changes his name to Grandmaster Grandmaster J, and endorses this Beams thing. I don't even know. Like he, I, he just did a video. I don't know even understand it. But that's when, like back in what was it like twenty twenty eleven something like that? I remember hearing about him and seeing it was like a bunch of DJs. Like who the hell is this guy? Grandmaster Flash was like, yo, I, I'm sorry, I I don't know who you are. I. You know, you claim to be have been around or whatever the case. I have no idea who you are. Um, but he claims he's been around since, you know, he was, the, you know, one of the founding fathers of hip hop and this and that. And um, I've seen clips of him talking very braggadocious and, I mean, just arrogant, you know, just arrogant. And it's like, really, dude? Like, okay. it's, it's, it's one clip um, And I think I think you sent me this clip uh, And he is In a club Getting ready to go on And he's on the mic And he talks for about 10 minutes Right This is, about, this is hip hop That's his hip hop And blah 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 And then he gets on And it's It's the worst thing I've ever heard <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's trying to beat juggle, and it's just it's awful. It's it's not working. And then he did the thing that I hate to see DJs do. Okay, blame okay. equipment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He blame goes. Equipment. It's Serato. Oh. It's it's Serato. It's uh, it's the. Uh, this is what happens. I'm like, okay, all right, dude. I was just like, oh, see, bro. Like, you can suck because I've I've sucked. I've been booed. Like, <laughs> I have sucked in the club. Right. You can suck, but just take it. Just own it. Like I sucked that night. Yeah. Don't don't be like, oh, the the turntables was wobbling or something. He said, yeah. Nah, but he nah, he blamed Serato. He's like, yo, Serato is the fall of DJs. This is terrible. In case, um, so th- th- there's that. Then watching him like morph himself into this militia leader, I saw a clip and I can't find it anymore. But there was a video on. It was on his channel. Where he has like a hip hop blend of some 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 mix playing or whatever for you know full thirty seconds, he walks into frame 
with all that gear and shit on, that black militia gear and mask and headgear, all these different things, and then in front of the camera, he just starts taking the stuff off, puts his weapons, I mean, with weapons and everything. He's walking around with two long guns also. And I was like, why why are you you walking around with more than one weapon? Like, big-ass guns, (laughs) what are you... Schwarzenegger. Um, in any case, he takes the stuff off, and he Schwarzenegger. He Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he takes the stuff. He's taking the stuff off and and putting it down, you know, um, in front of the camera, and then he goes into his thing. Like he's put on a show, and he clearly he wants he, he wants attention, and he through this militia thing is what he ended up getting the attention, like you know, getting the attention he wanted. I think the dude uh, is not well. He also, also, oh, forget, he ran for president. Um, That's right. I forgot about that. He did. Yeah. He ran for president. Um, I forget what, I forget what um, party he was in, or was it an independent party or something like that? Or maybe it was the NFAC. I don't think so. Any case, um, can you imagine a crazy, well, no, yeah, we can because we have one already. (laughs) Can you imagine a lunatic as president? Oh wait, that yeah, we, already happened. We just, did, we just had that. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? Like this cat was. I don't think he's. I don't think he's well. I don't think he's well. I, I think, um, you know, uh, the grandiose delusions of grandeur. I think they're gonna find that you know, do has do has some 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 other issues or whatever the case. But in any case, all that he's doing, all he's a part of, and. Getting uh, convincing people to follow him—that's the most concerning thing. Is like how? Why don't you have like people? Um, okay, if you didn't know who or what he had done before, just listening to him talk and just watch. Like he's walking around with multiple lo- loaded weapons for a protest. Where do they do that at? <laughs> <laughs> apparently in uh in what is that in kentucky apparently they do it in kentucky because no. that's where he did it and that's no. where he got charged yeah he did it in uh, georgia so stone mountain there was a video yeah. um or last year where they marched up to where the was supposed to have been the confederate uh, or i don't know what it was supposed to be he and he's on the bullhorn calling out you know the kkk or whatever to come out or whatever why what do you what are you doing? You trying to start it's like, it's, it's, a lot of people to their deaths. That, you know, guns ain't nothing to play with, right? Like those aren't toys. And I, I, I'll, you know, I'll say that. Um, and it it makes me nervous. It makes me afraid. It makes me angry when people play with play with guns like that, and they play with other people's lives like that. Yeah. So, you know follow who you want but don't mistake charisma for intelligence right. don't expect don't don't mistake the loudest voice for the most right voice and and vet these people before you throw your weight behind them and that's the thing i'm like are we that starved for leadership that anybody will do like yes black folks are we that starved for leadership like is that what it is this dude is I a think- I, I in my opinion I think he's a lunatic. Straight up. Allegedly. He's an alleged lunatic. Allegedly. He is out of his goddamn mind. Allegedly. 
<laughs> Allegedly, he I got a few. Get, he got um, some screws loose. I wanted to get uh, attorney uh, Felicia Pearson in to talk about it. I know she's uh, she's gonna. I think she's doing a live stream on on this subject to go over all okay. of the uh, legal. Uh, ramifications from this and to really break that down and I really wanted her voice in in on this but unfortunately we could not uh, line up schedules but I'll leave a link to her channel in the description you can go over and and check it out because she does a fantastic job of really taking apart the legal stuff now if he is convicted he is facing 20 years in prison right 20 years you gonna change his name to Grandmaster Cheeks? <laughs> It'll be Grandmaster Gay. Foul. <laughs> he's gonna have uh, he's gonna have his his soap on a bungee cord. <laughs> Ooh, there's so many. Okay, nope. No. He's gonna get in there and meet all of those booty warriors. Yeah, man. Look, I want you. I like you. We can't do this the easy way or the hard way. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, good luck. Militia. Good luck to him. I, good luck to him. I don't see it working out in his favor because I, you know, for the way I understand it, um, the feds don't take a case they can't win. <laughs> They 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 are like oh for whatever like if they go after somebody, there's a ninety something percent chance they're gonna win the case, and so that's just federal. And, and look and let's let's say for a second, <clears throat> let's let me play devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Let's say the weapon was not loaded. Uh, he really didn't point it up at the guy. Like let's let's say he was he was really just. It was a big, big mistake. Let's let's just say it, right? Not not saying that that happened. Let's just let's just paint that scenario. Okay, I'm waiting. The feds would not would not allow him to be charged and get off because what precedent would that be setting for all of these crazed gun toting people that are popping up in the United States now that you can point a gun at a federal officer and get away with it? Right. No. Not gonna happen. Even if he was innocent, he is very lucky. He's very lucky that he didn't get popped. That is true. He's very lucky he didn't get popped. Like if you know, if they were just surveilling and just watching the group from the rooftop, it ain't like he's the only one that had a gun. And then the the people that are with him now put in a situation where now you're are you going to get in a gun battle because of what he just did with what with, with, with feds and, and again don't get, don't get me wrong i understand what the movement was supposed to be but it's not like it was the black panthers black panthers actually did some shit right. you know what i mean they they actually and the, there is a you know a, there's a story and I, I i'm i'm not clear exactly clear on it but the, uh, apparently they marched into like uh, either a federal building or a courthouse with with guns, but it was allowed back then. <laughs> it, it was it was allowed. It was permissible, and then they in California, and then quickly 
they changed the the laws, so nobody. Yeah, those laws changed very soon after that. Very, very <laughs> quick. I think Ronald Reagan had a lot to do with making the you know making it a lot harder for people to carry weapons in California. Um, but I mean, and, and understanding the, the history of the Black Panthers, you know, there there were some issues that end up being drug drug use. You know, a lot of different things happened. They were young people as well. Um, you know, you don't even think about these guys. You know, the, the Black Panthers were they were in their twenties. You know what I'm saying? That movement they, that was the uh, that was a young movement. So with within that, there were mistakes and stuff that they made, and they were no match for the federal government. Ultimately, that helped to kind of it led to the demise. But also, you know what I mean? And they, there's a lot to be said. I'm saying you can't really compare this guy's movement with the Black Panthers. It's 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 left and right of each other completely. I get that's what he was trying to do. What that's what you know the ambition was to get you know. But no, Black Panthers did more than just walk around with guns. They were actually doing stuff in their community. And again, I don't know what this group, the NFAC, if they actually did stuff in people's communities or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I suspect all they did was walk around and cosplay. <laughs> Look, <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> the the word cosplay, I can't even use it anymore. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> it makes me it makes me think about Bill mixing drinks, right? Like, <laughs> oh, new meaning of cosplay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna be over drinking no my bills. You don't leave no drink around at Bill's house because cosplay. <laughs> That's how you use that word in the sentence. That's the one. That's how you do that there. Oh, you just won the spelling bee, bro. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get off of this guy, man. Yeah, man. I know, I know, but the feds ain't, and neither will Bubba. All right, all right. I mean, R. Kelly go share a cell. Uh, no. <laughs> Even R. Kelly goes, I don't want to be in the cell with this crazy motherfucker. That nigga crazy. I just like kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, these are bad jokes, people. I'm so sorry. Um, any case... Um, speaking of bad jokes, um, Kanye invited Marilyn Manson to uh, Sunday uh, Sunday school. Isn't it Sunday school? What's it? What's this? Uh, Sunday service. Sunday service. <laughs> More cosplay. They were all dressed in white. Marilyn Manson was there. Um, also, um, Justin Bieber was there. Also, I, I hear he was trying to play it be on the low, but he was there, and. Um, Kanye's eyebrows and hair was not. There's a I was looking for a picture of him with the with the lack of eyebrows. He <laughs> I can't find one. He looked like Ronnie DeVoe from New Edition. Oh. <laughs> a surprise look on his face. You remember Ronnie used to do the <laughs> used to do that look in his pic all his pictures. <laughs> Kanye looked like that. You look like a depressed version of that. <laughs> you look like a depressed Ronnie DeVoe. <laughs> you look like a depressed version of Ronnie DeVoe. 
<laughs> you're like you look like a sick Eminem. That's what he looks like. <laughs> like an Eminem with I, nope. I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. That's no hell with it. He like an Eminem with cancer. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Oh my god! <laughs> I, you know I can't even I can't even with that dude anymore, man. Yeah. Um, I I I want him to get his get his uh the dosage of his meds fixed, <laughs> and and I want him to stay on them, man. That, that's yeah. all I can say, bro. I, um, I I've said it before. I don't have I don't want to hear nothing. Can't you have to say it until he gets in front of the camera? And go, hey, look, black folks, I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I'm tripping. I'm trying to get my stuff together. Me, the Lord, and my doctor. Um, I'll be back. I feel real bad about that slavery comment. My bad. Something. He just, I mean, he really, I mean, he disrespected Harriet Tubman. He disrespected ancestors and calling slavery a choice. And hell, what you think he meant to say, I heard what he said. Yeah, fair enough. That's where I'll go with that. And that's all I got to say about that. So, can I can I take a, a quick second to defend one Mr. Nick Cannon? Absolutely. Nick Cannon has been getting a little heat because his new talk show didn't come out the box as strong as people thought it would. I think he his first week or so he cumed like four hundred four hundred thousand viewers or something, which frankly that's nothing to shake a stick at, right? Yeah, especially um, nationally. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but it's not the millions and millions and millions that, you know, uh, denotes a successful show. And I put air quotes on that, right? Because there are some shows that I think were amazing that did not draw those big, huge audiences and they got an opportunity to, to continue to go. So I hope that they don't cancel the Nick Cannon show because of that. And I've sat on the show and I've... I've said, look, I didn't, I don't particularly love the show and it's not because it's a bad show. It's because it's not geared towards me. It's geared toward a female, uh, a middle-aged to younger female demo. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it doesn't appeal to me. I mean, just listening. I think it's a well done show. Yeah. I mean, just listen to the, if you listen to the theme song, the opening of the show, you can tell that the audience that he's going, it's got kids in it. It's a little, it's a happy, Hey Nick, you know, yeah, it's not is it's not going for us. It's it's for us females, you know, female uh, uh, demographics. I I, I look, and I I'm think perfectly fine there. with that. But I, I look, I, I I think people get a little bit overly critical. Um, they come. They, I think they were comparing his numbers to Wendy's numbers when Wendy first came out. The landscape is very different for Nick now, yeah. competing against Netflix, Hulu, Prime. Apple TV, yeah. uh, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, uh, I, and I'm forgetting some, right? Yeah. It viewership is is so fragmented now. When Wendy launched, it was a few of those things. I think it was like Hulu and Netflix, yeah. right? All the other things didn't exist. So, uh, and, and she was, I hope she was, stays in the fight. I hope the, that the the low numbers or those numbers don't discourage him. Um, I think he's fine. And, I think he'll be fine. He'll get there. I mean. Right. When, it, it takes time to develop an audience. It takes time to build yeah. an audience, especially on broadcast television. Yeah. And, I mean, not for nothing, I mean, he's, come, well, at least here in New York, he's coming up behind Wendy Williams' show that hasn't been doing so well. So that's, she's his lead in, right? Yeah. 
So that that affects numbers as well. Um, and because Wendy has not been doing, she's she's been ill, and so she still, you know, hasn't been. She hasn't been able to do the show herself. She's had they've had a series of um, special guest hosts on the show, and there's a bunch of issues and stuff I've seen on in articles about them having to pay people to stay in the audience for, <laughs> to to watch the show. There's a whole bunch of stuff that. A television world is a whole nother thing. But I think, you know, yeah. Nick Cannon Nick, Nick Cannon will be fine. Regardless. He'll be fine. He's still wilding out is doing very well. He still has his uh, a syndicated radio show. He has a bunch he's doing films. He's a he's got a, he's got a lot of different things going on and, and this show, it'll take time to build and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. As long as he I don't, just, I just wanted to fit my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he don't um, impregnate ten more women, uh, you know, he'll be good. He'll be good. <laughs> you know what's funny? I watched. I watched the show. They have a celibacy clock on the show. <laughs> <laughs> they have a celibacy <laughs> clock for him. <laughs> Counting down to when he, you know, it's hilarious. So yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, it oh, well. I don't know how to change gears on this one to go from this to this, but um, there's a, a, a earlier I saw a report. Um, do you know who Alpo Martinez is or was? I am vaguely familiar. Like a, he's a, a new a legendary New York gangster or something like that. Ex drug dealer. Um, the the movie Paid in Full, Cameron put portrayed him. Was what his character was based on Alpo? Okay. Um, Alpo did I don't know how many years? Thirty five years in jail. I think he did. Oof. He was in he was in jail for a long time. He came out and was in under witness protection. Um, because he got I think he got out. He was doing thirty five years. He may have gotten out early. Um, but he told allegedly apparently. Um and. He was on on, on, what's, uh, on witness protection and was in Harlem and, and ended up getting um, shot and killed in a drive-by in Harlem. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean. Damn. If that, I don't, I have, that's, that's tough. And because I don't think he was into, he wasn't into the dirt now, you know what I mean? But, you know, some of the things that he may have done and who knows, some of the things he may have been a, a part of in his past, kind of may have may have caught up to him. Or look, I am uh, I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, um, you know, condolences to his family and friends and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah. He wasn't a he wasn't an old dude. He was only fifty five. All right, so what I'm about to say is not to make light of this. Okay, but it, it's it's blowing my head off, right? 35 years in prison. Yeah. Like, let's name five things that didn't exist before he went into prison. Yeah. The internet. Smartphones. Smartwatch. Smart car. (laughs) What'd you say? What? Pornhub. Brazilian butt lifts. Oh my! <laughs> White women with ass. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Kardashians. <laughs> uh, I already covered that one. White women would ask. Yeah, but technically they're not all white. They're like, isn't it like Peruvian or something like that? Uh, Armenian. 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 Thank you. As, as that consi- that's not considered white. So. Yeah. Good God. 35 years, dude. Oh, my yes, God. No, and not to, not to mention, Bruce Jenner was still here. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you brought Bruce up because that, that would be a perfect way to segue into Dave Chappelle. Mm. Um, Caitlyn Jenner mm-hmm. came oh. out in defense of Dave Chappelle's The Closer stand-up. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner said... This is, I 100% agree with Dave Chappelle. This is not about the LGBTQ community. It's about cancel culture. People shouldn't be silenced. And I almost got that quote exact. Mm. But um, I was very shocked at that. Yeah. I really was. I think Caitlin is a lot more, you know, in tune with what's, for the most part, you know, socially, things that are happening socially than people give her credit for. Um, and it's hard for me to call her, but being respectful. Um, yeah, I think uh, it, some of the jokes, cause even some of the jokes that she, her standing up for him in spite of him cracking jokes about her. Because there's the, the joke that he, when he said that uh, Caitlyn Jenner won woman of the year and wasn't even a woman for the full year. <laughs> that's funny as hell I'm sure Caitlin found it funny too and it's like ah, yeah, you got me but yeah that's funny so in any case that's 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 pretty big that's pretty big I, I, uh, yeah and then go ahead no I you know and and I think it, it was either before that or on the heels of that Dave was doing a show and you know he he out and out called out uh, I can't remember the name of the person who who started that big walkout and said, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle was invited to uh, have a dialogue with us and he declined. Dave was like, that's a lie. Ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody asked me and I don't, I don't even know what we would be talking about. Right. Um, but I hate that because of this controversy, film festivals are pulling out of releasing his documentary nobody they're uninviting him they don't want him around and i think he's self-releasing in like 10 cities or something like that yeah um but i think that's that's so sad that's so sad politics as usual i mean if it if it looks like it might be kind of funky people move away from it i get it it's the corporate thing to do you know i don't know yeah yeah okay but uh, I, I intend on I intend on you know supporting and going to see the see the um, the uh, screening of that that film when it gets here to New York. Um, I say that especially for me. I'm I'm still very squeamish about doing outings and being around a bunch of people. When I went to when I went to Versus, me and my man, shout out to Freeze. Me, and my, we had the whole road to ourselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was not a pack. It was it, on 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 video. It looked packed. There was people on the floor. It was all all jumbled up. But in the stands, we were spread out like a mug. So, um, if I you know if I do go, um, I may bring an oxygen tank with me or something. <laughs> so <just to> be, <laughs> you're in there in your own bubble. You're like right. the bubble boy. That's right. 
<laughs> so, oh man, yeah, good place to uh, break it down, folks. We yeah, have- I think I think we can go. Um, before we we roll, I just want to say uh, to Meg the Stallion about her hottie sauce and Popeye's chicken. No, nigga, no. <laughs> I don't like you. Listen, um. <sighs> Hottie sauce. I think she dropped the ball. I think she dropped the ball on marketing on that. Because if you All put right, a T, if you put a T in front of the H there, that's her song. <laughs> and her target market. And her target market. She's marketing to thoughts all across this nation. And why not create a thotty sauce? Like make this out. Because the song is, you know, hands on my knees, something, something on my thought shit is what she says. Thotty sauce. Come on now. That would have been a layup. Now, other grown women would be like, I'm not buying that. But I hope all grown women go, I'm not buying that. <laughs> Look, I, hey, listen. I'm, I'm going to say this up real quick because we, we, we were shutting down and this is really an old story. Uh, kudos to her for hustling. Oh, yeah. Kudos to her for creating a career. Mm-hmm. Kudos to her for getting into a major corporation and setting some things up. Kudos to her for leveraging this into uh, her own franchises, right? She's going to have multiple uh, stores. Yes. I long to see the day when we stop appealing to that stereotype, that least common denominator. It bugs me because then that's how people see us and that's how they react to us. The infamous Hillary Clinton, I keep hot sauce in my purse. Mm. It's like when I saw that story, I just I had to go take a shower. I was like, ugh, now I can't have hot sauce in front of in front of white people no more. Like I I just I already can't eat chicken and watermelon in front of white people. Now I can't have hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, I'm also kind of very I'm I'm very sensitive to that as well. Um, But I mean, to to the point. Shout out to my my cousin Nolan who actually kept hot sauce in a holster. (laughs) So there's some of it exists. Oh my god! <laughs> he actually kept hot sauce with him. So listen, while yeah, she should probably shouldn't have said it, or, or she said it as a joke, whatever the case. I, there's some folks they they out here. There's there we there. But also to your point about Meg Meg the Stallion, you know, branching out and doing other things. Yes, um, shout out to her because she knows she got about three more years with them knees. <laughs> her ass is too heavy. Three more years with them knees. She, she got knees like Megan. In three years, you're going to have knees like Betty White. So, uh, <laughs> you got to do something else. It's got to be a better way. She's like, I know. I know. I know. All right, folks. Yeah, hey, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe. Hit up, hit up, up our website. And you can find us on all social media platforms at Unpop and Show. But go. Go over to unpoppinshow.com and find whatever medium that you like and hit the subscribe button there. And you can follow along and be a part of this unpopping committee. We've got some things come, some some great things coming up and uh, want to invite you all in to uh, be a part of it. Um, and we still got these net gators because I think, I guess COVID season's still here and it's getting cold. If you want a net gator, 
All you got to do is hit us up. Hit us up in the comments and let us know. And we'll just send you one for free. Don't worry about it. We'll just get it to you. Uh, the coffee mugs might be another whole whole nother thing. We got coffee mugs too, right? Products. Yeah. 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 So much. Do it. Yeah. So in any case, again, folks, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Peace. Peace.